Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, we're going to dance the night away. Eddie Van Halen, David Lee Roth, and the gang, ladies and gentlemen, from 1984, ladies and gentlemen, in this episode 239, ladies and gentlemen, of Raw Radio, from Monday, April the 27th, the final Monday of April, ladies and gentlemen, 2020, ladies and gentlemen, and I am your host, the Ice Man, Jared DiGuolamo, and with me, ladies and gentlemen, as always, the man with the guitar, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine from Front Royal Virginia, as we say good afternoon to him, the one and only John Gross. John, good afternoon. Good afternoon. We have got a lot to talk about this afternoon. We are so glad you could join us this afternoon on this rare sunny Monday. Howard, 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138-44-POUND. You can join us until after 5 o'clock this afternoon. Of course, let's get into it right away. John, we are definitely dancing the night away. And, of course, there's some good things and some bad things about that. And, of course, we'll explain why here in just a few moments. But, of course, the big story, of course, is what happened last 
Friday night. Yes, folks, last Friday night on SmackDown, however, let's just say things got a little interesting in the Triple H celebration, if you will, however, of 25 years as Vince McMahon, Stephanie, uh, Ric Flair, of course, and the Road Dog all showed up, however. Needless to say, a lot of people said this came off as not a very solid show, and I would have to agree, this was not one of the better SmackDown shows of the year. And as a result, a lot of people, however, had very different opinions on this show. Let's get your thoughts about what went down last Friday night on the 25th anniversary of Triple H's celebration. I would say the same thing. Yeah, I would agree. And a lot of people... Anyway, we will talk more about that, and John will weigh on that topic tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as well as a recap of Monday Night Raw at 11 p.m. on John Groves Wrestling and Sports Incorporated on Facebook.com. All you got to do is look under GRHS at Facebook.com. You can find it there and also the page there as well. John, another story we're talking about, of course, is Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is two weeks away, and next week, folks, we will give you our Money in the Bank predictions. Hour. But this afternoon, folks, hour, we're going to take it to a whole new level and give you our favorite specialty matches of all time. Steel Cage, First Blood, Last Man Standing, No Holds Barred, Iron Man, Anything Goes. We will talk more about that here with our panel this afternoon. That includes the King of Kings, Sorority Smith, Michelle Lindodds, the Black Widow herself, our good friend, of course, hopefully the King of Clubs, Mick Patel, even, of course, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw himself, along with the JML experience, the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the rest of the gang as well. John, another story that we're following is, of course, of what's going to be happening starting tonight, how with Monday Night Raw, the contract signed between Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre will take place. But the big story, obviously, is what happened, of course, however, last week when it was reported, however, that WWE will start taping their shows back in the Performance Center. And right now we can tell you there is now a triple threat match set for Monday Night Raw. According to reports, however, I'm looking right now at this report, we understand that coming up tonight, however, WWE has announced they will have a triple threat match, however, Going into the show, believe it or not, it will be Asuka taking on Shayna Baszler against Nia Jax. Nia Jax, as you know, as you know, our last week injured Kari Zane, we understand, and is receiving, let's just say, a ton of heat because of this, Howard. Let's hear your thoughts about this triple threat match going into tonight. I think it's going to be a good match. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. Of course, we'll talk more about that. But the question is, Howard, is it worth putting Nia Jax in the match, especially after what she has done, however, over the last few weeks, however, since her big return? Yeah, it is. I would agree. I don't I think it is. A lot of I would have to agree with you. It's going to be interesting to see, however. Tomorrow night, I'm wrestling your visit, 139926 pound. And then on Revolution 138055 pound, ladies, 5-pound. Join the game. Of course, John will have the birthdays and dates on Revolution 9 o'clock. GTS and I will have your news headlines for you. John will also be joining me and Gerard, of course, in the WCW Time Machine with wrestling your visit beginning at 7 p.m. Meanwhile, this Thursday, Wolfpack will be going on 138521 pound. You definitely want to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 p.m. Again, John will supply the birthdays and dates. GTS and I will have your news headlines for you. And then on Friday night, folks, after what was a very exciting Friday night contest and an impromptu match between the humans, the one and only uh, Iceman and, of course, the Sacramento Slugger from Oak Park, Danny from Oak Park. It was a good match last night, over last Friday night, I should say not last night. Sorry about that, folks. Let's just say it was a good match out that saw Danny win a new belt and the Iceman pick up another belt as well. Well, this Friday night, finally, after maybe three weeks, however, we finally might get the match going on between the King of Clubs, Smith Patel, and, of course, the Sacramento Slugger himself, Danny from Oak Park. But we will have to wait and see what happens. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to go to birthdays and dates. And when we come back on birthdays and dates, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have some news to report.
report here. So, John, if you want to take it away in just a minute, I'll be back in two seconds. Okay. All right.
I'm back. Okay, go ahead. In the meantime, okay. sorry about that, folks. We're now going to go to birthdays and dates with John Howard. And when we come back, folks, we're going to talk about the draft. We're also going to talk about a couple other things also. Right now, let's turn it over to John, who has birthdays and dates. But before we get to John Howard, ladies and gentlemen, we do want to wish happy late birthday to the following people. Pittsburgh Penguins superstar Chris Letang, who turns 33 on Friday. Also, folks, Chipper Jones, the Atlanta Braves superstar, who turned 48. And Vince Maragamo, ladies and gentlemen, the former Los Angeles Rams quarterback, turned 66. So happy birthday to all of them. All right. 40 years ago today, the WWE and NWA Heavyweight Championship were defended in the same building. The Keele Auditorium in St. Louis, Missouri, played host to the title bout. WWE champion Bob Backlund defeated Bulldog Bob Brown to retain his championship. And NWA World Heavyweight Champion Harley Race successfully defended against Ric Flair. On the same show, Ken Patera defeated Kevin Von Erich to win the NWA Missouri Championship. Hmm. 37 years ago today in New York City, Jimmy Superfly Snuka defeated superstar Billy Graham. 31 years ago today, WWE taped the 21st edition of Saturday night's main event from Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Des Moines, Iowa. Hulk Hogan defeated the Big Boss Man in a steel cage match to retain the WWE Championship. Prior to the match, Hogan was attacked by Tiny Zeus Lister to set up a storyline that would run for the remainder of the year. And, of course, Tom Tiny Lister, Zeus, as you know, was also known as Debo, believe it or not, in the Friday series with Ice Cube, Mike Epps, and the late Sean Witherspoon, of course, uh, uh, who played the old man, of course, in the trilogy, who tragically we lost recently, however. Yeah. 28 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Jimmy Snuka defeated Sal Belmo to become the first ECW heavyweight champion. Yes, the wild man Sal Balomo, who another guy we lost, of course, who was known at one time, how he was a, he was a very unique guy with Sal Balomo outside of the ring. I remember watching an old Tuesday Night Titans show of him not too long ago. And actually, outside of the ring, he didn't shrink or smoke, I remember. There was a story that he was always into uh, building stuff, however, like uh, like uh, models and whatnot. And they did, he did like a shit model one time of a... Like a, like a little, sort of like a, I wouldn't say a cruise ship, but sort of like a regular like sailboat type ship. He was always into that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 21 years ago today, WWE presented In Your House Backlash from the Providence Civic Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, I think this was when The Undertaker 
kidnapped Stephanie McMahon. That sounds right to me, yes. Yep. 20 years ago today, a SmackDown tape in Charlotte, North Carolina, Dean Malenko defeated Scotty Too Hotty to win the WWE White Heavyweight title. And Crash Holly defeated Matt Hardy to win the WWE Hardcore title. But the show's most remembered for Steve Austin's first appearance on WWE programming undergoing neck surgery the previous November. Also on that same day from WCW, David Arquette won the WCW World Heavyweight title over Eric Bischoff. Uh, 18 years ago today at SmackDown, Tabin Imperia, Illinois, Randy Orton made his WWE debut with a win over Hardcore Holly. Ten years ago today, WWE presented Extreme Rules. Also, nine years ago today, WWE presented the 2011 WWE Draft on a special edition of Raw from the RBC Center in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, John Cena was trained to both SmackDown and Raw at the same time. Six years ago today, WWE superfan Connor Mikulik died of complications from brain and spinal cancer at the age of eight. Yes, kind of the cross from Mahalik, yes. Yep. I'm going to see, whip up the birthdays here. You said it was, what, ten years ago or nine years ago he passed away? Six years ago. And then what was the thing, you said the draft was in the RBC Arena, now known as the... 2011. 2011, and then what was the one before that? Uh, Extreme Rules, 2010. That was where? That was in Baltimore, I think. Okay, not far from you. Okay, go ahead. Yep. I don't see any wrestling birthdays for the 25th. I do, I do not either, but I do have some uh, celebrity birthdays to report. Happy 44th birthday to Tim Duncan of the San Antonio Spurs, the former Wake Forest Demon Deacon, who, of course, played 19 years with the Spurs, was a five-time champion, three-times MVP, two-times MVP as well in the NBA, three-times finals MVP, 15-time All-Star, 10-time NBA All-First Team, three-time All-Second Team, two-time All-NBA Third Team, eight-time NBA All-Defensive Team, seven-time NBA All-Defensive Second Team, Rookie of the Year, NBA All-Rookie of the Year, NBA Team of the Year, 98-98-2015, number 21, retired by the Spurs. In 2003, Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year in USA Men's Basketball Male Athlete of the Year. Number 21, Jersey, retired by the Demon Deacons. Three-time, two-time ACC Player of the Year. Consensus National College Player of the Year, 97. Two-time Consensus First-Time All-American, 96-97. Chip Hilton Player of the Year, an NBA founding in the same year. Three-time NABC Defensive Player of the Year, which is the National Association of Basketball Coaches Player of the Year, 95-97. 
He actually won the bronze in 2004 in the Olympics, but won gold, however, in 1999 and 2003 at the FIBA America's Championship Team Competition. The Goodwill Games won the bronze in 1994 at the age of 18, ladies and gentlemen. Is uh, averaged 4,225 assists per game, 3 assists per game, 11 rebounds per game, however, 15,091 for a career, 26,496, 19 points a game. One of the most humble guys you ever want to meet, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday to him. Also, happy birthday, believe it or not, to sports announcer Joe Buck of the NFL and Major League Baseball, ladies and gentlemen, the son of former St. Louis Cardinals superstar announcer Jack Buck, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, turned 51 recently. Of course, he is also called the U.S. Open. Also, happy birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to former uh, Globe Charter superstar Meadowlark Lemon, ladies and gentlemen, who, of course, appeared on the TV show How I Low Larry in Different Strokes. Uh, believe it or not, Meadowlark, of course, was born in Wilmington, North Carolina, believe it or not, which is not far from our fearless leader, Mr. WCW's neck of Today, he would have been 88 years old. He had 10 children. He attended, of course, Florida A&M and served in the U.S. Army. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, a very unique guy. No cause of death, unfortunately, was given for his passing. And also today, happy 48th birthday to the current NBA commissioner, Adam Silver. Uh, like we said, of course, before we get into anything else, of course, we'll tell you about Friday's birthdays again in just a few minutes. But let's go now to Sunday. All right. 44 years ago today in New York City, Dan Hansen defeated Bruno San Martino via referee stoppage due to excessive bleeding. The title didn't change hands due to the match not being won by pinfall submission. 32 years ago today, an NWIA worldwide taping in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Fanatics defeated the Midnight Express to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championship. Lynn ends a 345-day title run for the Midnight Express. Also, 28 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Johnny Hotbody defeated Jimmy Snuka to win the ECW heavyweight title. Lynn comes just one day after Snuka defeated Sal Belmo to become the first champion. Also on that same day from Boston, Massachusetts, the Ultimate Warrior defeated Sid Justice by DQ. And speaking of Superfly Snooker, ladies and gentlemen, we, of course, will tell you that the Dark Side of the Ring documentary that he did a few weeks ago was very interesting. Of course, this week, coming up uh, tomorrow, we will talk about the life and times of one of the most other controversial guys in the 80s who slapped a reporter and later sued the WWF and David Schultz because of this. His name was John Stossel. We all know him as the tough and rough redneck who competed in Portland and later became a bounty hunter. And at one time, however, was a close personal friend of Roddy Piper's, especially when Roddy first broke into the WWF back in 1984 of the WWE. Dr. D. David Schultz. And then next week, folks, a very interesting documentary about the life and times of former UWF promoter Herb Abrams. What really drove this man up a wall besides drugs and women and sex and wrestling? We'll let you know about it next week here on Raw Radio. Yes. 26 years ago today on Monday Night Raw taping in Burlington, Vermont, the Head Shrinkers defeated the Quebecers to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And at the same taping, 
Earthquake defeated Yokozuna in a Samu match. 25 years ago today at WWE TV taping, Bob Hawley defeated Jeff Jarrett to win the WWE Intercontinental title. Also, during the same taping, Paul Levesque made his WWE debut as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. 22 years ago today, WWE presented In Your House 21 Unforgiven from the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. And that was the first ever Inferno match. 21 years ago today on WCW Monday Nitro from Fargo, Sting defeated DDP to win the WCW World Heavyweight title, only to lose it less than two hours later, back to Paige, in a fatal four-way match that included Kevin Nash and Bill Goldberg. Eleven years ago today, WWE presented Backlash from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Two titles changed hands with Randy Orton winning the WWE title, and Edge defeated John Cena in a last man standing match to win the World Heavyweight title. Uh, let's see. Uh, eight years ago today, FCW would move their TV tapings to Full Sail University in Winter Park, Florida. Six years ago today, Lee Marshall dies of esophageal cancer at the age of 64. Yes, Stagger Lee Marshall, one of the very unique voices of all time. He was the voice of L.A. sports for many years on KTLA. In Los Angeles, I have a few friends who knew him personally. He was also the ring announcer of WrestleMania 2 and used to tease Bobby the Brain Heenan always on WCW programming, nicknaming him Everything Under the Sun and then some. But, uh, yes, Lee Marshall also was at one time also a co-voice of the AWA back in the late 80s, however, on their syndicated show All-Star and all-Star Wrestling and also their main show on ESPN, of course. So, yes, a very unique man. And also the voice of Tony the Tiger on the Frosted Flakes commercials. Yep. 63 years ago today in St. Louis, Missouri, June Byers and Tina Mira defeated Penny Banner and Bonnie Watson. Thirty-nine years ago today in Augusta, Georgia, Tommy Rich defeated Harley Race to win the NWA world title. One of the most charismatic people in all of wrestling, Wildfire Tommy Rich, no doubt about it. Yes, he also talked about his bows many years. They developed a friendship and also a rivalry with one Jerry the King. J.D.? I'm still here, yeah. Okay, 33 years ago today in Memphis, Tennessee, Austin Idol defeated Jerry Lawler in a hair versus hair steel cage match to win the AWA 
Southern Heavyweight Championship. We were just talking about Jerry Lawler and, um, and, of course, another unique guy, Austin Idol, the Fallen Angel. Yes. I believe he has a podcast, and I've been trying to book him on a couple of our shows here on the network. You talk about a guy who also wrestled back in the day in the early 80s in Georgia Championship Wrestling, besides Memphis, folks. Uh, it was Austin Idol. And recently, Austin was there, however, at the Memphis AEW show, if you remember, back in, I believe it was about a couple months ago, just outside of Memphis in South Haven, Mississippi, if I remember. Yeah. 28 years ago today... At WCW Saturday Night Tapeman, Mary Wyndham defeated Stunning Steve Austin 2-1 in a best-of-three-falls match to win the WCW World Television title. Hmm. This is all coming from 20. April 26th, correct? Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we have a lot yeah. of things here, guys. So go on. 21 years ago today, WWE taped the pilot episode of SmackDown from the New Haven Coliseum in New Haven, Connecticut. Seventeen years ago today, WWE presented Backlash from the Worcester Centrum in Worcester, Massachusetts. And this would be Goldberg's first match, too. And I think 13 years ago today, the condemned, starring Stone Cold Steve Austin, opens in theater. I saw that movie, and I had mixed emotions about that movie. What about you? Yeah. Uh, 12 years ago today, WWE presented Backlash from the first Mariner Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. Yep, not far from your neck of the woods, about a couple hours away, about two and a half, three hours away. In nearby Baltimore, yep. Harbor. Yep. Uh, five years ago today, we would lose Vern Gagne. Yes, the AWA promoter. We talked about Vern many times on this show. And, of course, speaking of which, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, I will have a very special AWA treat for you all on Wrestling Revisited. I'm not going to say what it is just yet, but I'm going to say it's a very special surprise. Okay. And I think this was also the date, if I remember, 20 years ago, that David Arquette won the WCW World Title, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct on that? Yeah, on television. Yes, one of the biggest mistakes of all time. Yes. My all right. I did say that April 26th was Kane's birthday. Yes. And the Yeti and Amazing Red sharing the same birthday with him. And Vladimir Kozlov turns 41 years old today. Yes, uh, also David Tank Abbott turns 55, believe it or not, 50 years old is Ron Reese, who is known as the Yeti in WCW, and also on this date, our happy birthday, of course, the former AWA wrestler Jerry Blackwell, who, believe it or not, our, would have been 51 years old, he died six years ago, I, I, I take that back, folks, hold on, let me see if I'm right here, 71. He, of course, died at the age of 45 in January of 1995 due to complications from injuries suffered in a car accident at the age of 45. Well, I was 5'9", 465 in weight, ladies and gentlemen. A very unique wrestler. Also, happy 28th birthday to New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge. 
two-time All-Star from 2017 and 18, was the AL Rookie of the Year and the Silver Slugger Award winner in 17, as well as the Home Run Leader. Last year, he was the Wilson Defensive Player of the Year. Going into this season, he has a 273 batting average with 110 home runs and 246 runs batted in. Happy 65th birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to former Houston Astros pitcher Mike Scott, who, of course, played 12 years in the bigs with the Mets and the Astros. The three-time All-Star in 86, 87, 89 was the Cy Young Award winner, the MVP, the ERA leader, the strikeout leader, and then no pitch to no hair in late September of 86, however. He retired five days after his 12th season. The righty from Santa Monica, of course, won 124 and lost 108 during his career with 1,469 career strikeouts in ERA 355. Is a member of the Houston Astros Hall of Fame, and also his number 33 jersey has been retired by the Strohs. Uh, before we get into Monday, I do want to wish also a happy 43rd birthday to a good friend of mine today, Mr. Sean Sun. Sean, happy birthday, my friend. I hope you are enjoying your birthday with your family and children. Hope to see you soon, my friend, and enjoy your birthday. Also, we'd like to say hello to our friends at the Hop House, who we did not acknowledge until late last week, so I'm going to acknowledge them early on. Uh, hopefully, in a few weeks, we'll have things slowly getting back to normal. So the bartenders, Dayton, Casey, Jen, Missy, Nikki, and company, however, as I said, Dayton, Kelly, uh, like I said, Missy, Jen, and uh, Nikki, uh, the Iceman says hello to you, and to our regulars who always listen to us at the Hop House as well, usually, and have listened to us in the past, including Matt, Brian, Brad, um, Matt, Dwayne, Jason, however, the Iceman says hello to you all, along with Chuck Howard, Maureen, and, of course, Billy. The Iceman says hello to all of you guys as well. Let's now go to Monday today. Uh, that's it. Oh, that's all we got. Okay, well, I do have a couple more birthdays to report. Uh, happy birthday, you did say, Kane turns 53. Uh, also, happy, uh, uh, this was also, believe it or not, two years ago, the greatest Royal Rumble event took place in Jediah, Saudi Arabia, believe it or not. And as we said, David Tank Abbott turning 55 yesterday. Happy birthday to him. And I do have some uh, birthdays to report from today in the sports world. Happy birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to Arizona State head football coach Herm Edwards, ladies and gentlemen, the man who said always, come on, man, uh, for many years, however, as is saying, ladies and gentlemen, is the coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils. He, of course, also coached the Kansas State Chiefs as a scout and defensive backs coach, plus Assistant head coach from 96 to 2000, the New York Jets, the Chiefs, and Arizona State again. He is 56 and 78 in the NFL. He also played, believe it or not, for 14 years in the big leagues, however, from 1972 through 86, starting off at California, ladies and gentlemen, the Golden Bears in college, then going to San Diego State, however, believe it or not, however. Following that, he went to the Falcons for eight years, and then in the same year went between Atlanta and Los Angeles today. Coach Edwards turned 65, so happy birthday, or should I say 66th birthday, to, of course, Herm Edwards. Also, Leroy Jordan, ladies and gentlemen, a very unique guy, of course. Uh, you may not be familiar with this gentleman, however, but we'll talk about him here and now. He, of course, is a former football superstar, of course, at the Dallas Cowboys today. Leroy Jordan, ladies and gentlemen, turns, believe it or not, 79. This Super Bowl MVP champion was a second-team All-SEC, ladies and gentlemen, at the University of Alabama. He was drafted in the NFL, pick number six, and eight picks later with the Boston Patriots in 63. He did not go to the Patriots, however. He is an All-American in All-SEC in 62, a member of the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. He has 32 interceptions, so three touchdowns, 106 games played, five-time Pro Bowler, and first-team All-Pro and second-team All-Pro in 69 and 73. 67 through 69 73 and 74, he made it to the Pro Bowl. He was also a member of the NFC Defensive Player of the Year in that same year of 73. So happy birthday to Leroy Jordan. 
Meanwhile, Basketball Street superstar George Gervin, ladies and gentlemen, celebrates a birthday today. We'll tell you how old the Gerv is today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to pull up his stats. He is, believe it or not, 68 years old. The 6'8", 180-pounder, played, of course, with the Virginia Squires, the San Antonio Spurs, the Chicago Bulls, the Quad City Thunder, and uh, some Spanish uh, basketball pro team, however. Of course, he had 26,595 points, 25 points per game, five and a half rebounds per game for 5,602, a member of the College Basketball Hall of Fame in 06, 2,798 assists to two and a half assists per game. He made the ABA All-Star Time Team the 50th anniversary All-Time Team. His number 44 is retired by the Spurs. He was All-Rookie First Team in 73, two-time All-Second Team in 75 and 76, three-time NBA ABA All-Star from 74 to 76. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, he made it to the NBA All-Star Game in 1980 as the MVP, nine-time All-Star from 77 to 85, 78 to 82, five-time All-NBA first team, two-time All-NBA second team, 77 and 83, 78 to 82, of course, as we said, he's a five-time All-NBA first teamer, four-time NBA scoring champion, 78, 80, and 80, and 82, and three-time ABA All-Star from 74 through 76. Today, the Gerv, of course, is celebrating a very special happy birthday indeed, ladies and gentlemen. He turns, believe it, as we said, uh, 68 today. So I think that, no, 69. Uh, let me think. Hold on. 68. Uh, I'm trying to do my math here. I think it's 69. Let me just do my math here, folks. Uh, whoops, I had it wrong again, folks. 68. I was right. I was right. So 68. Also today, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to two former baseball legendary greats. Our Enos Larb, known as Big Country, ladies and gentlemen, with the St. Louis Cardinals through his career. He is, of course, from Roxborough, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he was born in Roxborough, I should say. He would have been 104 today. He passed away in 2002 at the age of 86. This man who batted lefty and threw righty played 21 years in the Bigs, however, with the St. Louis Cardinals, the Milwaukee Braves, the New York Yankees, the Kansas City Athletics, and, of course, is a 10-time All-Star, 41, 42, 46 through 53, NBA, excuse me, NL, RBI League, and 46. A member of the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. His number nine jersey is retired. He is a four-time world champion, 42, 46, 56, and 58, of course, with the Yankees. He was inducted into the Pro uh, Baseball Hall of Fame in 1985. He batted a career average of 323.83 as far as hits go, 169 home runs, 1,305 runs batted in. As we said, he played 38 through 42 and 46 through 53 with the Cardinals, 54 through 55 with the Yanks, 55 through 56 with KC, returning to the Yankees 56 through 59, then closing it out in 1959 after a brilliant, brilliant 21 years. Ladies and gentlemen, very unique gentleman. And, of course, speaking of the Cardinals, ladies and gentlemen, another great guy of baseball lore, ladies and gentlemen, Rajas Hornsby, ladies and gentlemen, the Raja himself, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday today. The Raja, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, passed away at 66, ladies and gentlemen. Today he would have been... 124, ladies and gentlemen. He played 22 years in the bigs with the Cardinals, the Browns, the Yankees, excuse me, the Giants, the Braves, the Boston, and the Cubs. He also managed uh, the Cardinals, the Giants, the Braves, the Cubs, the Browns, and the Reds. This World Series champion, of course, was inducted, of course, in 1942 with 78% of the ballot, two-time MVP, and triple crown were in 25 and 29, and 22 and 25 was the triple crown. Seven-time batting champion, 20 through 25, and in 28, two-time a home run leader in 22 and 25, a member of the Cardinals Hall of Fame, Major League Baseball, Century Team, and All-Time Team. He was also the home run leader, 22 and 25, and, of course, he was also, believe it or not, a four-time NLRBI leader, 20 
through 22 and 25. And now I see joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, as we welcome him in, ladies and gentlemen, the king of clubs, ladies and gentlemen, Mitt Patel, as we say good afternoon to him here as we welcome him to episode 239. Mitt, you got John and myself. How are you today? Put some respect to my name. Sorry, the king of clubs, Mitt Patel, the man who, of course, ladies and gentlemen, however, who is flying higher than any falcon in the city of Georgia, shall we say, and is ready to take a big uh, whopping uh, attack stance, if you will. How about that? Better? Yes. Okay. Good to have you on with us. Uh, I I will tell you, however, I did get a chance finally to catch up on the first two episodes of the Bulls documentary on ESPN, which I'm going to talk about here now. John has not seen it, but uh, uh, John, we'll get your thoughts as well here in a minute. I'm going to start talking with Mitt about this. I did see the first two episodes, but I did not get to see last night's episodes. Okay. Uh, But Mitt, I will get your thoughts, Howard, since you saw them last night. Uh, What was your take of last night's part three and four? Because the first two parts I thought were interesting, especially at the end of part two with the whole Scottie Pippen, Ryan Stork, Jerry Krause thing. Let's get your thoughts on this one. Lizzie, number... Episode three was focusing on Dennis Warman mainly, and yes. it has changed my mind about him from the past. Because he was telling Phil, "Look, I need a few days to go to Vegas. Let me have a vacation," and then uh-huh. Phil, Phil let Dennis Warman go on to Vegas for a couple of days, and then he came back and play better than ever defend defensively. Mm-hmm. And yes. the funny part about that documentary Yeah. Well my family members like, Man, what's going on? That's five that's four technical foul what they did on Jordan but the eighty nine pistons. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, but that was a whole different time. Mm-hmm. Well, I know for one thing that Jordan did talk about, however, and he mentioned it, and I think, yes, I think, in fact, Isaiah Thomas talked about it this morning on first take, however, is that Jordan and him still have not seen eye to eye 30 years later, however. They're still not the best of friends. I know Jordan's close with Larry and Magic, however, but he never really developed a real close friendship with Isaiah. What would you take of that whole thing? Yeah, because as you saw, Dennis Warren didn't have that communication with Scotty O. Michael. When they're sitting at, you know, when they were sitting at the dinner table, they wasn't talking to each other. Not right. three of them mm-hmm. wasn't talking to each other. Yeah. One thing I took out of part two, and I'm, I went and I finished part two, or I, like I said, I watched the first two today, and I, the one I really didn't, in part two that really made me feel a little uncomfortable was the whole Jerry Krause, Jerry Reinstorf issue. Jerry Krause to me came off as this petty, to me, he got cut off. You dead, John? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Welcome I think he got... Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. JD had been... Delete! 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 <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, man. Go ahead. Please continue. No, I was telling that you were being deleted by the booking one, Matt Hardy. Oh! 
Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> that. Now, I'll, I mean, to me, I think he came off as all arrogant and petty. He really did. Guys, if you want to talk about yourself, you guys can talk for a few minutes. I'll be right back in a minute. Okay. okay. All right, man. How are you? Try and hang in there with this bullshit. I know. Yeah, my wife was like, man, man that's like four technical fouls that the Detroit Pistons did on Jordan. Why they didn't, why they wasn't called? Yeah. Yeah. I'm back now, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, very good points, man. I would agree with you. Like I said, I'm going to watch parts three and four tomorrow and catch up uh, finally. But uh, after what I saw in the first two parts, oh, yeah. especially after oh, yeah. what I saw in the end of the it's just... I'm not going to spoil anything, but next week. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but next week they're going to show Kobe Bryant on there. Wow. That should be good. That should be really good. That'll be interesting to watch. That'll be very interesting to watch. Um, As I said earlier, uh, folks, as you were coming on the line, however, we did want to wish today happy birthday, of course, to baseball superstar great. Roger Hornsby, who today, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, would have been 124. Of course, he played 22 years in the bigs with a bench of 358, uh, 2930 as far as hits go, 301 home runs, 1,584 runs batted in, had a managerial winning percentage of 46% of 701 and 812. He played, of course, 24 years in the big leagues, 11 years with the Cardinals, one year with the Giants, one year with the Braves, three with the Cubs, another year with the Cardinals returning in 33, then traded across town to the Bitter Browns for four years. As a manager, he managed, of course, a year and a half with the Cards, the Giants, the Braves, uh, 25 and 26, the Giants and Braves, 27 and 28, three years with the Cubs, 30 through 32, and then 33 through 37 with the Browns, coming back in 1952, and then 52 and 53, of course, with the Reds. Tragically, he would pass away, of course, suddenly in 1963, in January of that year, I believe, due to a heart attack, if I remember correctly. I think I heard that story correctly. Let me see here. Uh... Yeah, they apparently actually believe it or not. However, uh, like I said, how like I said, how uh, we're not sure what happened. However, but like I said, he be uh, unfortunately. However, like I said, like I said, a very unique ball player to say the least. Uh, speaking of unique, Mitt, I'll get your thoughts on this. And John, and I already got our thoughts in on this before we came on the line tonight. We understand there's going to be a triple threat match announced on Raw: Oscar, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler. What's your take of that, plus the contract signing tonight between Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre coming up uh, with a few weeks to go till Money in the Bank? Like that. That's what I think. (laughs) Um, I don't know what Um, to think of it, really, but I'm sure this is some way to set up another Cena and Becky. Certainly, certainly. What about uh, speaking of uh, uh, last speaking of last week? Our, and John and I talked about this as well, and we'll get your thoughts on this too. Uh, there was a lot of questions about last week's SmackDown, considering what went on with Triple H's celebration, how and the aftermath that followed, including Vince uh, taking the last little bit of the show. What did you take of the 25th anniversary of SmackDown last week? To me, I thought it was one of the worst shows, if not the worst show of the year. Let's get your spin and take. It could have waited till the live crowd was back. Mm-hmm. I agree. I would agree 100% with you on that. Yes, I definitely agree. 
And like I said, I don't think it's going to be a great show tonight. I, I really don't. I mean, especially with the contract signing, especially, like I said, when you have a triple threat match coming up uh, tonight. However, I just, I, I cringe, like you said. However, I mean, they could have waited until the live crowd came back and they would have done this. Who, me? And you uh, will get your thoughts on this as well as I asked me this question. Tomorrow night, however, we're going to have on Dark Side. Hello? Talk about... Yeah, you're still here, John. You're still here. Uh, okay. We'll, we, I, I will ask Amanda, and I'll ask your thoughts about, obviously, John, after I get Mitch's thoughts, is tomorrow night we're going to have the story about Dr. D. David Schultz and the infamous slap her around the world with John Stossel. Uh, what's your take about that episode tomorrow night on Dark Side of the Ring, Mitt? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch it because I'm more interested in the next week episode about the World Warriors and then, you know what, the final week is. Oh, yes, yeah. That'll be coming up in a few weeks, definitely. Um, you definitely gave us your thoughts also, uh, you know, for a fact, uh, recently about the whole thing with involving the, um, like I said, the whole thing with, uh, like I said last week, with Dino Bravo, and that was a very interesting show, to say the least. That was one of the more interesting shows, uh, let's just say, of uh, that, uh, like I said, program, if you will. Uh, John, let's get your take, however, about the whole Dr. D. David Schultz thing. I'm sure you heard about the story, however, mind you. Uh, but overall, let's, what do you think is, what do you think, uh, overall, let's get your, what's your take about next week's show? Should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be very interesting. But like I said, we'll have to wait and see, guys. Like I said, time will only tell. Time will only tell they say, however. But uh, anyway, let's uh, get into the number again and tell you what's going on here in just a few minutes. one 562 episode 239 from Monday, April the 27, 2020. The Heartbreak Kid, of course, is not with us, but the King of Clubs is, however. The man himself, ladies and gentlemen, the man who's flying higher than ever, ladies and gentlemen, from Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, Mitt Patel, of course, the human suplex machine, of course, the Iceman, also here, ladies and gentlemen, on what has been a very interesting day, to say the least, guys. We have got some other things going on, of course, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, so I'm just trying to get things done here as well, guys, so bear with me. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the NFL draft now, however, before we get into our main, main focus, however, mind you. And, uh, Mitt, let's get your thoughts, of course, about uh, the draft in general. What was your take about – hold on a second. I'll be back in a minute. Guys, talk some of yourselves again. My phone's going off like crazy. Sorry. What is wrong with your phone? I never understood why they did that. Yeah. No, I'm watching the we watching when um JR was introducing the fake Razor Ramon. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, what the hell? Okay, guys, I am back once again, and I think we're ready to go. But as we said, folks, we're going to talk about the NFL. On JD. Delayed game. I will definitely take the delayed game on that one. Uh, But, uh, like I said, a lot going down. Like I said. Like I said, said, we'll see what happens. But uh, let's get your thoughts about the draft power in a minute. We'll start with you, however. Overall, Howard, not counting your team, not counting John's team or my team, which team or teams did you think stood out at the draft, however, as far as the surprises? Like, which ones were the big top winners, and which ones were the ones that really kind of disappointed? To me, I already have my pick, but I'll hear your pick first. Um, I definitely say the Jacksonville What do we say now? I will say the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the Jaguars. And then uh, which team was the one that disappointed in your eyes? Uh, as much as I hate to say it, it's the Falcons. Falcons? Okay. I'm going to say, surprisingly, the team that disappointed to me, in my opinion, this is just me saying this, however, and John, I'll get your thought in a minute as well, uh, was probably New England. They could have gone after a quarterback. They didn't do that. I, I don't understand why they did not go after a quarterback. That just blew my mind. The team that surprised me, as crazy as it sounds, however, I'm going to say the Cowboys. They got one of the best receivers out there in C.D. Lamb. I mean, he's sitting there at 17. I mean, he could have been in the top 10 or 15 easily. But for them to fall in his lap at 17 was kind of a gutsy move by um, Jerry Jones and company to take him first. Whether or not he'll be a good receiver to help out Dak, however, and Amari Cooper, work with Amari Cooper, too, and those two could be a big salt one-two receiving punch for the Cowgirls, or the Cowboys, whatever you want to call them, however, remains to be seen. 
I think with Mike McCarthy, a new coach, a new system in the place, we'll see what happens when he gets there and uh, starts to uh, put the pieces together and starts to uh, make sure guys like Elliott and Cooper and those guys click on the same page. The big question, as I said, is Dak, obviously. Howard. The question is, will he come to camp on time? Will he uh, basically play out his option this year and then go in the free agency again next year as he's worth anywhere between 20 to 25 almost $30 million? I mean, is he worth all that money? In my opinion, no. I don't think he is. But that's just me. You guys might agree to disagree, and everyone might do the same. But I think he's not worth all that money. Uh, but like I said, I think the Cowboys were the big one. But the losers, to me, I think, surprisingly, as much as I hate to say it, are, are, is New England. Like I said, they could have had Jacob Eason from Washington. They could have had Fromm from Georgia. They could have had any quarterback out there in the uh, lottery, however, like Jalen Hurts, even from uh, Oklahoma, formerly of Alabama, as well. And instead, they whiffed on all three of them and let them go by. So something's telling me, and I told this to a friend of mine this morning, Howard, and I think I told this with you, Mitt, uh, last night, and John, I think I told this with you over the weekend, too. Maybe I didn't. I think next year you're going to see New England finish in the top three in the lottery. As crazy as that sounds, with every rise comes a fall, and I think next year, Howard, this could be the Patriots' fall year. And if that's the case, Howard, they're going to go either after Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, Howard, if Jacksonville does not take him at number one next year, or they're going to take Justin Fields out of Ohio State, Howard, and hope that he is going to be their franchise senior for the next 15 years like Brady was, Howard, as well. But again, they could also look at line. They could look at running back. They could look at uh, possibly receiver. But right now, I think New England was the biggest disappointment over. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy Corte has been pushed back again. Yeah. Okay, I'm but sorry about that guys, I'm back. But as I but as I said earlier, there were some teams out there that reached for a quarterback, and like I said, the Eagles were one of those teams. However, you know those the Eagles I thought, however, reaching Jalen Hurts in the second round was a ballsy pick in my opinion, a very ballsy, gutsy pick. And I think, however, for them to take a guy like I said, Jalen Hurts in the second round was kind of risky. And I'll tell you why. Because like I said, the thing is, Carson Wentz, however, has some years to go on his contract. That I understand, however. Like I said, happy. Oh, hold on a second. I just sorry about that. Anyway, how I also like to send out a special happy birthday wish to another person. By the way, guys, I'll tell you who it is in a minute. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying. The thing is, though, the Eagles are hoping Carson Wentz can stay healthy. The question is, the last two years he has not been healthy. He has not been sound at least late in the year. So if the Eagles want to make a serious deep run back to the Super Bowl like they did a few years ago, however, they better hope that this year they can rely on him, however. As far as taking Jalen Hurts in the second round, it was a gutsy pick by Jeffrey Lurie, the owner, however. I think it was a very ballsy, gutsy pick. That being said, however, mind you, however, I hope it works out for them, but I think it was a gutsy pick. Now, 
as far as I was saying about the Steelers go, I think they had an all right draft. I mean, they got the kid from Maryland, McFarland. I mean, granted, he's small. He's 5'8", 200, 210 pounds. But I think the real steal was that cool kid Claypool. Clayton Claypool, his name is, I believe. Or Chase Claypool. Yes, Chase Claypool. I got the name right this time. He's 6'4", 240. He's a very speedy wideout, 4'4", in the 40. A lot of people think, however, he is not that good. He's, um, I mean, he's pretty average at best. Well, guess what? The Steelers now have themselves four of the best receivers, I think, in the league, bar nine. You can't tell me different guys. I mean, you've got Juju, who hopefully will stay healthy this year and keep his head out of his own backside and basically find a way to get back into playing good, solid football like he did a few years ago. Granted, last year, Howard, he had an off year. <laughs> and such, but I'll tell you what, this kid's going to get better, I think, referring to Juju. I mean, he's only 21, 22 years old, Howler, and he's almost at the end of his rookie-level deal. I'll tell you right now, barring any injury, barring any personal issues, I think he'll be better this year than he was last year. Last year was kind of an off year for him, so I think this year, I think he'll step up his play and be the solid wideout that we're hoping to be. Granted, Howler, he had to step in for a particular diva, Howler, that basically found himself on the outs with a lot of people, however. I think this year it'll be a better year than you think. James Washington is another wide receiver, a kid from Oklahoma State that Mason Rudolph used to throw the ball to in college hour. I think he had a pretty good year at times last year, and he had some good games. I think he's going to be solid as a number four wide out. Number two right now, I would say it's a toss-up between Deontay Johnson, the rookie from Toledo, who's going into his second year, who had a really good rookie year, Howard, and this Claypool kid. Who do I think is going to be the better? It's still too early to tell who's going to be number three and number four. But right now, my top two wideouts right now are definitely Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster. As far as three and four go, I think it's a toss-up right now between Washington and possibly this Claypool kid. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But I'll tell you right now, the Steelers got themselves some pretty good receiving core. And if you can have pretty good receiving core and a solid quarterback like Big Ben Roethlisberger coming off a knee injury, Howard, the Steelers can make some serious noise in that AFC North and get back to respectability and hopefully run in that uh, Super Bowl ring trophy for number seven. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But the big question is, can they do it? Will they do it? Time will tell. Now, before we get into anything else also, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to wish a very special happy birthday to a very good friend of mine. I just found this out from my friend Matt Inneseni, however, here in Pittsburgh. And Matt listens to our show sometime. Matt is one of my very dear, close, personal friends. He and I actually are like brothers in a way. However, we uh, actually have the same birthday in the same year. We're only two days apart from one another if you will. But uh, I do want to wish his uh, beautiful sister, Christy, a very special happy birthday today. Christy, happy birthday from JD, the Iceman, along with our friends Mitt and John and the rest of the gang here at Raw Radio. We want to wish you a very special happy birthday and hope it is a grand birthday for you as well. Now, Mitt, as we said, looking at your draft board, let's talk about your draft board. And John, we'll get to your draft board too here in a minute. Uh, you took well, however, in the first round. Marlon Davidson, a defensive end in the second, followed by a center, and a linebacker in the fourth round, however. That, of course, being Mikhail Walker. However, Mikhail Walker, a very unique guy in his own right. We'll pull up his stats here right now. He is a very unique guy. He is, um, let's see, 6'3", 230. Of course, he runs a 4'7", He is a linebacker. Yes, a linebacker, as we said. But also, believe it or not, however, you've got another guy, however, which was the safety, Jalen Hawkins, the safety out of California. And in the seventh round, you went after a punter, Sterling uh, Hoffricher, let's just say. Uh, we'll pull up the stats on him real quick, Howard. Uh, he is 5'10", 195 from Syracuse, believe it or not, Howard. So that being said, overall, what did you think about Arthur Blank's uh, picks and the way the Falcons addressed their needs? Because like you said, Howard, I mean... You, you mean Thomas Dimitro, not Arthur Blank's. What's that? It's Thomas Dimitro, not Arthur Blank's. 
Oh, okay. Well, anyway, let's get your thoughts about what 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 player did the Falcons really hit a home run on? To me, I think they did. Just, I think they did pretty well with their first pick. But as far as their next pick, how the the third pick with Hennessy, I questioned that a little bit. But overall, what was the uh, positive? Uh, what was the positive and the negative out of uh, coming out of the Falcons draft uh, that you took away? If I could ask you, the positive is game Marlon Davidson. Um, yes. And then the, the negative is game that um don't get me wrong, Hawkins is a good player but they should have had it had J.R. Reed and then oh, the yeah. last pick should be Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh yes, I I would agree. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. No question about it. Very good point indeed. Very good point indeed. John, let's uh, take a look at your draft board, however, and uh, just what Washington did in the draft, however, mind you. Uh, and we'll uh, take a look right now. Of course, we talked about Chase Young, of course. They did pretty well there. Then they go after uh, Antonio Gibson, another wide, a big, speedy wideout, however, from Memphis, of course. Uh, a very unique player, however, shall we say. And uh, he is very, very good, actually. He is uh, six foot two thirty, runs a four four forty, pretty good speed there. And then later on in the draft, they went after another receiver, this time from Liberty, not far from your neck of the woods, Howard, Antonio Gandy-Golden, 6'4", 220. Then you go after a tackle, 6'4", 295, Howard, a center, 6'3", 310, Howard, from San Diego State, uh, Cameron Curl, the safety out of Arkansas, 6'2", 198. Uh, this is the guy I'm really liking that you guys got in the fifth round, Kalik Hudson. I've watched him in high school and in college from McKeesport, PA, and also the University of Michigan. 6'215", I think he's going to do very well with you at outside, uh, linebacker. And then, of course, you've got another big defenseman, James Smith-Williams, however. Uh, let's pull up his stats, Howard. He is, I believe, from, yes, he is from North Carolina State. 6'4", 265, Howard, runs a 4'640". Overall, Howard, the Redskins kind of addressed what they needed to address Howard, but the only thing they didn't address Howard was running back Howard. I was a little surprised they didn't go running back or tight end. What did you take out of Dan Snyder's draft this year that you could uh, tell us in your opinion? Well, that... Uh... It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. I would agree, Howard. I mean, like I said, I think you guys got a real diamond in the rough and chase young. I mean, that guy is going to be a stud to watch. I mean, he's only 21. However, like I said, however, uh, like I said, I mean, he's going to be a cornerstone of your franchise, I think, the next 10 or 15 years, barring injury, barring personal issues. Uh, like I said, however, I mean, he is going to be very good. I mean, he came out as one of the best uh, players in the draft, I think, one of the top five. However, I mean, even though he got into some trouble with the NCAA late last year for accepting payments, however, missed a couple of games because of it, however, I think if he didn't uh, miss those games, I think he would have had a couple more uh, stats added to that list. But uh, nevertheless, right behind Joe Burrow, right behind uh, Tua from uh, Alabama and also from Justin Herbert from Oregon, I think he's one of the best quarter, uh, players in the draft. And like I said, he's only 21 years old, folks, soon to be 22, just like Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, I think he's going to get better with age. I think he'll uh, step right in, even though he's not playing teams, like I said, now from, uh, like I said, however, like Wisconsin, Penn State, Iowa, and uh, Illinois, however, Wisconsin, like I said, Illinois, Penn State, and Michigan, however, he's playing this cream of the crop, Dallas, the Giants, and Philadelphia, and I think he'll do just fine, barring any personal issues, so I think he'll fit in right away. 
And like I said, as far as my boys go, how I think we got probably one of the best receivers out there. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, as I said, folks, did have an off year last year. Howard kind of really took a step back, however. But I think, Howard, with all the scuttlebutt being talked about him being traded, however, I think that was hearsay, mind you. I think that was just absolutely ridiculous, if you ask me. I don't know why uh, someone actually did that. How I mean, yeah, granted, last year he did have an off year. And believe me, he did have an off year last year, ladies and gentlemen. He uh, only caught 42 balls for 552 uh, yards, however, 13 yards per catch, and only scored three touchdowns. But I'll tell you what, I think this coming year it's going to be a lot better than you think, however. I think he's going to turn it around. And like I said, this guy's only 21 years old, folks. I mean, he's only 21. He'll be 22. Later. Actually, he's 23 now, excuse me. He's 23 right now. Uh, he'll be 24 later this year uh, in the final year of his rookie contract. I think, however, with him uh, dedicated this offseason until this uh, whole craziness went on, however, he is taking it serious, however, he's ready to hit the ground running yet again. I think he'll be uh, all pro this year, no question about it. In fact, I think he'll make it to the Pro Bowl. I'll go on record as saying it right now. Barring any injuries, barring any personal issues, I think he'll make the Pro Bowl this year. And I think he'll uh, definitely... Uh, make it to it. Because last year, Howard, he had a real rough time at it, Howard, for much of the year because of being in Antonio Brown's shadow, Howard, and stepping in for A.B. right away, and despite the injuries and other personal issues, Howard, he kind of took a step backwards. This year, I think he'll step it up, Howard, and be even better than people give him credit for. And I think he'll be back to what he was just a few years ago, and that is a very solid, very quick, speedy, fasty, what is it, fasty, fast, elusive wideout. So, we'll see. But like I said, we're going to find out also, too, here in the weeks to come, ladies and gentlemen, the NFL schedule. We'll talk more about that here during this time. But in the meantime, right now, let's take a look right now at the weather forecast, Howard. But before we do, I'm going to ask my guys if they have anything to say. Mitt, I'll start with you, of course. Do you have anything you want to add before we get into our weather forecast of the day? I don't do weather. Sorry. I, I know you don't, but I mean, do you have anything you want to add before I get into the weather forecast I'm saying? I know you don't do weather, but I'm saying do you have anything you want to add? Right now, I just have to say, if everything is true about the Barrette dream, yes. he should be ashamed of himself. Yes, I was just going to bring that. In fact, I'm going to bring that up right now before we get into the weather. Very good point. That segues into our next uh, conversation. Good point there, Mitt. Uh, John, I'm sure you heard about the whole Velveteen Dream thing, saying that his phone was hacked, and apparently, how he was sending explicit photos, how to underage people, however, most notably girls, like 14 to 15. Right now, WWE has said they have not taken any action against the Velveteen Dream. Mitt says, however, that right now, whatever happens to the Velveteen Dream could backfire him, and I would have to agree. Right now, his career is very much up in the air at this point, considering what's going on. Because you uh, had to, I'm sure you sorry. heard... Good. Because you had to look at this. Yeah, I heard... All these... You had to look at Good. this. All yes. these legends, including John Cena. John Cena is... Praising Verity Dream work. Yes. And if this shit is true, that looks bad on me. Oh, yes, I would agree. I would agree 100% with you on that. No question about it. I would agree with you. And I think right now his status is very much up there. Like you said, uh, this is just unfortunate. I mean, has it's come to this. No question about it. And uh, uh, I don't get why people are praising him. I would agree with you there, too. Um... Apparently, you're already saying that it looks like his career is all but over at this point, and it very well could be, which is very unfortunate. I mean, he's only in his mid-20s, folks. I think he's 24, 25, if I'm not mistaken. And for this to happen now, just a few years into his career, Howard, and all of a sudden to have it taken away from him because of what he's done, Howard, like you said, Matt, he should be ashamed of himself. He should be appalled what he did, Howard, and he should be held accountable. 
Uh, he says, however, how unfortunately his phone was hacked into and that someone tried to get into it, however, but right now we haven't heard any more, anything uh, more about this situation, but we are going to be on top of the story and keep you informed. But uh, this is just a very unfortunate matter that happened, however, and has really become a very, let's just say, very sad and very tragic and heartbreaking story, to say the least. I mean, this is so unfortunate that it had to happen now, especially this time at this time of what's going on, Howard, and everything. But uh, we're going to keep up to date with this story. But, John, I'll ask you this question before we get into the weather, however, overall, however. Um, do you think the Velveteen Dream's career is finished in your eyes, considering what has happened? I would think so. And I would think so, too. I would agree with all of you guys on that. Very good points, indeed. All right, let's take a look at the weather here, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into talking about Bulldog DVD sales and variety, where you can check out the best selection ever at Movie Tower, and we'll talk more about that as well here in just a few moments. Right now here in Pittsburgh, it is a balmy 59 degrees and sunshine galore with some clouds in the air. Tomorrow will be rain all day, high 60 degrees, however, 67 rain on Wednesday, 60 with some sun and clouds and a chance of rain again on Thursday, followed by rain on Friday. But it looks pretty good for Saturday and Sunday, 63 and 70 with sun and clouds each day, so that is the way the weather forecast is looking good in, uh, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, Pittsburgh. Meanwhile, in Mitt Patel's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, it is a balmy 79 degrees and sunny, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow it will be 82 in sun and clouds, followed by with rain, however, on sun and clouds on Wednesday, 75, 73 with sun and clouds on Thursday, followed by 76, 82, 85, and 83, ladies and gentlemen, is what it looks like. Sunshine galore all around from Friday to Monday, so mid, you're going to have pretty good, much good weather all week except for a chance of... Maybe a late-day shower on Wednesday. So it looks pretty nice down in your neck of the woods. Here in Pittsburgh, it's not going to be too bad here as well. Front Royal, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, and John's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a look and tell you what the weather looks like down in Front Royal, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, it is 53 and mostly cloudy. Tomorrow, however, it will be 61 with some sun and clouds, a chance of rain, however. 70 and clouds on Wednesday. 63, however, on Thursday with sun and clouds and, again, a chance of a late-day shower. Followed by rain all day Friday, 55. But then, John, it looks really good for the weekend in your neck of the woods. 65 on Saturday, 68 on Saturday excuse me, Sunday, and 66 next Monday. So it looks pretty good down in uh, Front Royal, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, in Palmyra, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, the home of the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindotts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's tell you what the weather looks like right down there. Whoops, ladies and gentlemen. In that neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on a second. I'm just trying to get up this whole cleaned out. Right now, however, it is a 62 and mostly cloudy in Palmyra right now. 67, however, uh, tomorrow with sun and clouds. 71 with sun and clouds on Wednesday. 64 with a chance of a late day shower on Thursday with sun and clouds. 61 and rain on Friday, followed by 72, 75, and 71, however, each day, however, Saturday through Monday. So it looks pretty good in Palmyra. Uh, Virginia, again, sunshine, however, with sun and clouds on Saturday. 74 on Sunday looks fantastic. And then 72, however, next Monday in Palmyra. Trinity, North Carolina, the home of Mr. WCW's Dink of the Woods, ladies and gentlemen. Let's tell you what his weather looks like right now. As we will tell you right now, it's a balmy 70 degrees right now with mostly cloudy skies. Tomorrow will be gorgeous, 75 in sunshine. 75 on Wednesday, 65 on Thursday with a chance of a late-day shower, followed by 63 in rain on Friday, but then it warms back up again, 74 on Saturday, 77 on Sunday, and then 76 on Monday with sunshine, so it is looking pretty good in Trinity. Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, King NWO's neck of the woods, Gerard T. Smith, that is to be exact, it is 53 in sunshine in T-Town today, but tomorrow will be 49 in rain, 55 with sun and clouds and a chance of rain, however, as well as Thursday, 
Both will be a highs of 55, followed by 56, 58, 64 Friday through Sunday, however, and then 55 and cloudy next Monday, but it looks pretty good in Toronto, as that will be the weather forecast there. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have two other places to talk about, Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, and also Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, the home of our good friend, ladies and gentlemen, the rattlesnake, Mitt Patel. It is mostly cloudy right now and 79 degrees right now, but tomorrow it will be gorgeous there. 84 in sunshine, fall by 87 on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. A chance of a late-day shower on Thursday, however, on a high of 77, but then Friday through Monday looks fantastic. 78, 82, 84, and 87, ladies and gentlemen, will be your high with sunshine galore in Tampa. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, in Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, the home of the Empress Anne-Marie Reckenbach, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you what the weather looks like in her neck of the woods. It is a balmy, beautiful day there, and 74 degrees with sunshine galore. 71 with a chance of sun and clouds, however, with a late-day shower tomorrow. 71 and 74 Wednesday and Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. 80 on Monday, or excuse me, Friday. 83 on Saturday. 82 on Sunday. And then 83 again on Monday. So, folks, it's definitely warming back up, however, in Jacksonville, Arkansas. So there you go. And you can definitely tell it's starting to feel like spring more and more. And by the way, folks, there are going to be some places opening this week, too. We'll tell you more about that here in just a minute. But let's tell you now about Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, where you can check out all the action on Facebook.com. Right now, you can check out the top movies out there, including Ride Along 2, Every Secret Thing, Dark Tide, From Hell, Out Cold, True Crime, The Gray, Kiss Before Dying, Two Weeks, The Full Monty, Predator, She's All That. That's what... uh, Someone said how when uh, Chad got rid of his 27 dresses in his closet, which are still hanging in his closet, by the way. Of course, he still has that movie, by the way. Roadhouse, Behind Enemy Lines, however. Big Daddy, Sleepless in Seattle, American Pie 2, Eurotrip, Forrest Gump, King Kong, What Women Want, Serendipity, Shrek, Borat, Bad Boys 2, Ladies and Gentlemen, Super Troopers, The Girl Next Door, The Rundown, Conspiracy Theory, Hitch, or just some of the movies you can check out right now, ladies and gentlemen, at the shop, ladies and gentlemen, where we take a bite out of the cost to bring you the best selection ever, however. And if you're looking for good movies right now, you can definitely check out our special, ladies and gentlemen, that's still going on, ladies and gentlemen, including the Arnold Schwarzenegger special, where you can get a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger's greatest hits, including The Running Man, ladies and gentlemen, Predator, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, Total Recall. You definitely don't want to miss that. Right now, all DVDs and Blu-rays contain one or two discs or a buck each. All DVD and Blu-rays contain three or more, $2 each. And DVD cases, how with the movie, them are 50 cents each. So if you're looking to start your library or begin your own library today, definitely check it out, however, today, ladies and gentlemen, on DVD, excuse me, Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety on Facebook.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out John's Facebook video tonight, however, and John will have a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. on the show just after 11 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated, including Money in the Bank, however, the Draft, however, ladies and gentlemen, and some of the other things, of course, in the world of news and entertainment as well. So you definitely do not want to miss that. That will be coming up just after 11 p.m. tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as John will have definitely quite a bit to say. Okay, with that said now, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, we will tell you about what's going on now, ladies and gentlemen, with one of our, what we have planned for the rest of the day. Howard, ladies and gentlemen, it's now five after four, ladies and gentlemen, here on this Monday. We're going to tell you now about some of our favorite gimmick matches of all time, ladies and gentlemen, whether they made the list or not. We'll tell you which wrestler or wrestlers were in these type of gimmick matches and what some of our favorite gimmick matches were of all time. We are not going to uh, like keep tabs on uh, who has the better list or who uh, is overall... Uh, like 1 through 10, and we're not going to list them one by one. We're just going to throw out names and throw out matches. So with that said, I'm going to start with the King of Clubs himself, Mitt Patel, followed by John and then myself. So Mitt, you have the first selection overall. Right now, uh, overall, what is your first type of gimmick match, and who are the people involved in it? Um, 
I'm going with the PLC match. Good pick. I got the Lucha Bros, Young Bucks. Um, the Usos and um, the New Day. That's a good pick. That's a very good pick. And you don't have to pick a winner there. That's a very good match. That you list all those competitors in. Very, very good match indeed. John, you're next, my friend. So go ahead with your pick. I'll be right back. All right, y'all. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'm back now. Sorry about that, guys. Okay. All right. John, you had your match up uh, next time. Mitt, that was a good first match, by the way, in the gimmick match. So very, very good indeed. Uh, John, you're next. Go ahead. All right. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Hell in a cell. Oh, wow. Good one. Good one. All right. My first one's going to be a good one. I'm going to pick Bruno Martino. Versus Hulk Hogan in a steel cage. Two of the bigger Ooh. icons are. Yeah, yeah. World champions. Very unique match there. All right, mate, you're up again. Go ahead with your second one. As much as I've been saying, it's Bonagano and Oscar. That's a good one. That's a pretty good one. Two unique Japanese fighting warriors. That's, that's actually a pretty good match. I like that one. That's a very entertaining one you take there. That's a good one. Very good one. I mean, I I just watched an old match of Bull McConnell's actually a few days ago, actually. I was on, uh, I forgot what day it was. It was really good, though. Very good match there. Very good match indeed. John, uh, you're next. Go ahead with your next match. Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels ladder match. Yes. Mania 10. Mania 10. Yo, Chico. Uh, What's that? I was doing my Razor oh. Ramon impression. Oh, you were doing Razor Ramon. I didn't know you what you were doing there. Sorry, man. Yeah. Good, 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 good matches, guys. You're coming up with some good ones today. All right, here's my good one. Let's go with, however, the Road Warriors versus... I'm not going to pit the Midnight Express here this time. I'm going to change it this time. I'm going to go with the Midnight Express in another match down the road, but I'm going to put the Midnight Express against Gallows and Anderson in the Night of the Skywalkers match. Four big, strong, tough guys in the ring, Howard. Who's going to be knocking off the other one? So I'm going to say that is my next match. All right, Mitt, you're up again. What do you got? Another good tag match in a triple threat. I got the World Warriors. 
Bless you. Yes. The Dudleys. Bless you. The War Raiders. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. That's a good one. That's a real good one. So if you could turn that down, stop hearing you. Uh, okay, we can hear you now. Uh, that's a good match, man. I really like that one. You got three tough, um, uh, very tough guys in the ring. The Road Warriors, uh, Hanson and Rowe, Hawk and Animal, and of course, like you said, the other team. Very, very good match there. Very, very entertaining, to say the least. All right. All uh, let's go back. Every single championship in every company. That's true, yeah. And that's and, and we know that's the Hawk and Animal. Yes, you're right about that. No doubt about it. Very good match, though, guys. I mean, you're coming up with some doozies today. You really are. All right, uh, John, you're next. What do you got for us? Owen versus Brian of Steel Cage. SummerSlam 94. Good match. Yes. Good match there. Very good match there. All right, I'm going to go um, Iron Man match, however. And these two had many quite a bit of Iron Man matches against each other over the years. They were teammates at one time. They were also uh, respected each other at one time. Let's go with... The Stinger versus the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, however. Wow. Yes. All right, uh, Mitt, you're up again. I know this sounds kind of silly. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage versus the Black Machismo, Jay Lethal. That isn't bad at all. That's actually pretty good. I like that one. That's a really good one there. Very, very good match indeed. All right, uh, John, you're next. Well, um, I'm going to go with with Triple H versus Undertaker. Hell in a Cell? Yeah. That's a good one. All right, yeah. I'm going to go with... A, so, Wiz oh, and G thing was the best one out of hey. the matches? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good question. I was just going to ask that question, too, Mitt. Very good point. Uh, which one do you think was the best one, John? And, Mitt, I'll get your answer on this one, too. To me, I think it was me at 27. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to do it back over there now. Yeah. I'm back. Okay. Uh... uh Mitch, uh, you said Mania 27 was your favorite, right? No, 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 no. Stan Team was my favorite. Okay, but okay you're going to go People have forgotten these guys have fought three times at WrestleMania. Yeah. 27, 17, and uh, what was the other one? I can't think here. 28. That's it, 28. Thank you. I couldn't remember. Thank you. That's right. Uh, so you're saying 17 was the best one. I'm going to go 27 was the best one, and that's a good pick there. Uh, John, which one of the three would you say was the best one? I would say Michaels versus Brett. Mania 12. But I'm saying, which one of the uh, Triple H uh, shot, uh, Taker series was the best one, do you think? Was best? WrestleMania 28. Anything 28. We all have different yeah. things, but again, good picks. Okay, Very good pick, though, as far as that match goes. All right, here's a good one, guys. Our Texas Tornado match, however. We'll put the Midnight Express versus the Von Eriks versus 
Donnie Gargano and Tommaso Chiappa, DIY. That'll be my stumped him. Yeah, before he stomped on, but yeah, when they were teaming up in DIY, you got, the, you got like I said, them, the Von Erics, and um, the, the Midnight Express are in a, in a triple threat match. There. So uh, that is my next pick. You're up again. Okay, I got the Bullet Club versus yep. D-Generation X. Yes. That's a good one. That's a very good one. All right, uh, John, you're next. Okay. All right. Edge versus Uh-oh. Matt Hardy in a steel cage match. Good match. Good match there. All right. I'm going to take... Uh, these two have been teammates. They're teammates now, and they had some really good matches in the women's uh, match in NXT. They had two really, really good matches, however. Uh their match in Brooklyn was good, however, but the rematch was even better than the one. It was almost as equal to their match in Brooklyn. I'm going to say the very annoying, let's just say, Grandma Wannabe Bailey versus the bully Sasha Banks, however. I'm going to say. And that was a whole different gimmick. Of yeah. Yeah, they had uh, they had two really good matches. The one in Brooklyn was good, but I think the uh, no, I'm saying the Jimmy or Bailey was. Uh, I'm good. Sorry about that. Hold on, hold on, guys. I was saying that that gimmick of Bailey was different than what you're seeing right now. Oh yeah, big time. The Bailey had like this green. This believer type of gimmick, like a little Bo Dallas per se, but then, I don't know what she was when she came to the main roster. Yeah, she in the last few years really has changed her attitude quite a bit since being the lovable, huggable one. I mean, this no new attitude's just not worked out at all. And like I said, I do think she's going to go back to being the huggable, lovable one again at some point. I really do. As crazy as it sounds, how I think. So will her uh, hand go out? <laughs> yeah, I think when she uh, loses the match to uh, Sasha, because a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people think, however, she's going to lose to Sasha, and I think that's the case here. I mean, she could very well lose that match to Sasha. Uh, like I said, uh, we'll see what happens. But I think she's going to lose that title to uh, Sasha, because everyone's thinking Sasha or Shane is going to win the Women's Money in the Bank match, uh, possibly. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, that, but uh, that's what I'm thinking, uh, in my opinion. But like I said, the only person who could answer that question, however, uh, is not here right now because obviously he is still counting his dresses in his closet. I mean, he has not come out of the closet with his 27 dresses. Okay. Uh, okay. Fire. 
And joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, right now from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome him in, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. WCW himself, Cam Newton's favorite person and Ric Flair's party man himself, ladies and gentlemen, the one, of course, who has gone all rid of those 27 dresses, except for maybe a few, except for uh, maybe a few, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome him in now, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 239. I don't know what that was. We're going to get that answer solved here in a minute. Uh, JD, Kentucky Fried Movie, last segment, I went. Oh, it. yes. Okay. Don't you tell me you don't know, know what that okay. is. Okay. It took me a second. Now I know. Yeah. That was a, that's part of that. I just cut it off at that point. That was last night I recorded that. <laughs> okay. I was, wondering that, I was wondering that too for a minute, though. Okay, but yes, we welcome you to 239. Of course, we have had a lot. We were discussing gimmick matches today, but one thing we will talk about, however, before we get back into the gimmick uh, uh, matches, obviously, however, is, of course, the news from, uh, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, what is going on today, however, that consisting, of course, of one, uh, like I said, one triple threat match has been listed for uh, tonight, however, that being, of course, that of, believe it or not, however, whoops, I. Uh, is, of course, the big match between Asuka, Nia Jax, and, of course, uh, I can't remember. I, shoot, I screwed it up already. Oh, the Patriots. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, here it is, Nia Jax, uh, Shayna Baszler, and uh, also Asuka. What are your thoughts about the triple threat uh, going into tonight? Well, that, that might be the only saving grace for Monday Night Raw tonight. I think that's pretty much pretty much academic there because you're going to see how you, you've seen what Nia has done here since she's returned. You've seen what Shayna Baszler has done since she's come up in the main come up from NXT to the main roster. Seeing these two um, now, you, I don't know who you say the third person. Well, you said Oscar was involved in this too. Uh, Nia Jax and Oscar. Right. I, I know Nia and. You said Nia, and you said Shana. I, I just not mentioned Shana, it. Shana, Shana. Uh, yeah, but I already said, yeah, and I, yes, and I just said that, too. But what I was just saying, no, yeah, but, but, but the third one you said was Oscar, you said. But uh, but anyway, like I said, this is, going, this is going to be a good, this one is going to be, I will give it the benefit of the doubt here. Um, it is going to be a good match here. I mean, hopefully it doesn't turn out to be one of those where, where we've always said it looks good on paper, but as to how it actually turns out, how they do it, who knows. 
But as I've often said here as well, and they don't do it, which I don't know why I even say it, but I'm going to continue to say it, if they put matches like this towards the very end of the show, they may have a chance and possibly surviving the night. But let me tell you something. If they put it like in the beginning or they put it midway through, then the show is not going to be worth Jack squat, in my personal opinion. Well, from what I've been hearing, there is a very good uh, possibility they might do it at the beginning of the show. And we've seen, of course, the rains really tank the last few weeks. Of course, they did one four a couple of weeks ago and then one three, however, mind you, however, this past week. Also, we understand, believe it or not, we are going to have the contract signed between, uh, believe it or not, between Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. So that'll be interesting, considering the fact, however, what is happening. But one thing I will ask you before we get into uh, what's coming up this week, however, and get your thoughts, and then we'll get back into more talking about the uh, gimmick matches, if you will, is the story about the Velveteen Dream. The Velveteen Dream apparently is in hot water, apparently, we understand, for sending illicit messages and photos, however, to uh, underage girls. Right now, they are saying at this point they are not uh, taking any action at the moment, but they plan on doing it at some point, however. Let's get your thoughts about uh, the uh, incident involving the Velveteen Dream. Is his career, because John and I and Mitt think that his career is just about done, I think, with what's happened here. Well, like I said, I mean, it doesn't take much, as we've often said here, it does not take much for a, um, for, for, for even the slightest, the slightest thing to go on in someone's personal life to kind of topple your whole world. And, and this right here, I mean, this not only will topple, it would pretty much kind of shake the foundation so hard and all that is nothing left but rubble. Uh, I mean, like I said, a very talented individual, very, very young talent, kind of hoping that at some point they possibly have seen him, you know, maybe come up on the main roster, see, see him go compete against some of the best. But now that it kind of looks like that, that chance is probably not going to even going to happen because of this latest development you just brought up here. Um, apparently, uh, it's, it's the word. It's 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 one word against another here about who is actually right or wrong here. I mean, it's just. I mean, I don't know which one was bad. I don't know if it was this or possibly uh, um, um, the thing with Bill Cosby. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> But I mean, pretty much, it's kind of this is kind of like the wrestling version of what happened to Bill Cosby, uh, but only on a much smaller scale. Unfortunately, I hate the part of the pun there. But but this but like I said, this 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 man's reputation, this man's talent, I think now was tarnished. I really think so. Now I don't think he's going to be one of those that WWE does does take some sort of action and let him go. Nobody's going to possibly at this point take him. They're going to have to wait and let all this cool down. If if he ever gets an opportunity to go back and compete anywhere, I mean, would anybody take him? WWE, WWE obviously would not. AEW, ROH, Impact, Japan. I mean, right now, the thing is WWE feels that they're still on top of the mountain. They need something to knock WWE off the mountain. You know, this could be one person to do it, but... Like I said, everybody's watching this carefully. I mean, everybody. I mean, just for future reference, and also, and you know, WWE especially is watching this close at close hand because of what's been going of 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 the current situation here. Will they take action? Yes. What kind of action? I don't know. Um, I'm pretty certain. Like I said, 
that this is this, this is just getting done to be another black eye. And like I said, Vincent Mattis is taking a very tiny bandage and trying to put it over a huge wound, and it's not and it's not doing any good. Uh, I mean, that is one. I mean, he's he's going to do, he's going to make sure every single nook and cranny is clear, so that way he doesn't have to uh, bite bite the bullet on a lot of things. And that means also getting rid of a great young talent like this fella. I mean, Vince, Vince is probably not going to take any action here. We're not surprised at the way Vince has been acting here lately either. So that's just my personal opinion. Well, we'll talk and about Vince and his action. What's sad please. about it is he's currently fielding with Adam Cole, baby, for the NXT title. And, you, yeah. and then you do this stupid shit. That looked bad. And, with people with well, yeah, exactly. everybody, with people jumping and everybody praising this guy, this look bad. Well, he's going to lose a lot of respect now. I mean, he's probably already lost it, possibly. After hearing about what more, more and more of the details is on him, so I mean, more and more, more and more, more and more they find out about it. That the sad part about it is. No, he's just he's just he's just, he's just like I said digging himself a much deeper grave. He's just putting himself in a pot of boiling water and just. I mean, it's unfortunate. It's, it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate seeing this young man go down like this. But I mean, the thing is, we just got to wait and see what all what all happens here. I mean, and of course, WWE will have to do some major league rewrites and everything like that. If in fact something does go down, they actually have to get rid of this fellow. That's very true. That's very true. Well, we are and he had to do it, and Leo was had to. And Jay, think, put this in mind. He did yeah. this the week that his buddy Leo was got released. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. Good point. Very good point, Mitch. Yeah, that's a very good very point. Very valid point indeed. Yes. Well, so, speaking of scalding water and hot water, however, we know that Vince has been playing with water too many times and he's getting burnt out, especially after what happened last Friday night with the segment that went too long for us at the Triple H thing hour. And I'll get your thoughts on that in a second there, Chad. But uh, I know you have a lot to discuss involving this week, so let us uh, hear what we got planned for this week coming up on the radio network, and I will return shortly. All right, thank you very much here, J.D. Uh, WWS Raw Radio, episode 239, 4.33 p.m. Eastern Time. Monday, April 27, 2020, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here with, of course, a li- with, of course, your lineup here for this week here. Uh, hopefully, John is listening as I will be ready to run down, of course, where our live video feeds are going to be. And I'm hoping, John, uh, once again, I will go ahead and emphasize and let, let your fellows know, let your guys know that... Uh, <clears throat> That I will say, I will go ahead and issue this apology in advance in case something does happen to any of the videos this week. I have no, I have no control, no idea why in the world Facebook uh, all of a sudden just suddenly shut my videos down, um, and we didn't do anything to kind of cause this. Uh, so apparently the fault is on Facebook. So uh, hopefully, like I said, they will hold up, and, and if something does happen. Please extend, like I said, my courtesy that right now is still being investigated by by me. Of course, I am trying to get I'm trying to send a message to Facebook to inform them of what's been going on ever since they started revamping their live video situation. And maybe they might have some sort of glitch in it. I don't know. But just keep just keep that in mind, please, sir, just to let your guys know about this. Okay. Uh, coming up of course, 
Thank you very much. Uh, <clears throat> in the meantime, of course, coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, after WWS Wrestling Revisited, 139-926-POUND at 7 o'clock. Don't forget to join us for episode, I believe it would be 826 of WWS Revolution tomorrow night. Our live video feed from there will be from ROH US, Honor of the Ring. It will be our Ring of Honor tribute group. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we'll talk about what happens tonight on Monday Night Raw, uh, which may not be that much to talk about, but that's just my personal opinion. Also, we'll <laughs> also of course, here we'll uh, we'll also of course possibly bring in, bring up some more matches or add on to our our uh, multi-purpose wrestling draft we've been working on here the past past couple of days that we did last week. Uh, we'll definitely uh, have something online after, of course, our review of Monday Night Raw. Tomorrow night, of course, on WWS Revolution, 826. Coming up this uh, Wednesday, of course, don't forget, Outside the Ropes at 630, 141-387-POUND. And also, of course, WWS Wrestling Debate, of course, featuring the Madness Kingdom at 8 o'clock, 139-925-POUND. Uh, and then, of course, Wednesday's edition of Revolution, episode 827, uh, of course, I believe that is the last uh, revolution of the month of April, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, uh, our live video feed will be from AEWS Wrestling's Elite Generation. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Also, we'll talk about, speaking of AEW, we'll talk about, of course, the official results for both AEW and NXT. And also, of course, and some other fun stuff. We'll definitely, we'll definitely find some stuff to do. Okay, thank you. One three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to join us for that Wednesday night at not starting at nine o'clock. Thursday's edition of NWO Wolfpack, of course, one three eight five two one pound. Our live video feed will be from GCWUS, beginning of a dream. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we'll give our own personal thoughts as to what did go down with AEW and NXT. Of course, on Wednesday night, plus some other fun stuff. Of course, we'll bring it here to you. Of course, this Thursday night, starting at nine o'clock. As we said, one three eight five two one pound for NWO Wolfpack. Friday's edition of Revolution, of course, episode eight twenty eight. Uh, <clears throat> our live video feed there will be from. <coughs> excuse me, I had to clear my throat there. SMWS Mountain Grown Toughness. That's our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tribute Group. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course. Uh, we also hope, ladies and gentlemen, and Mid, of course, I'm hoping you're listening. I hope you're with you're you're hearing this. We hope to, of course, have, once again, we're going to make another attempt to have this trivia championship matchup here uh, between yourself and Danny from Oak Park. Uh, this th- uh, Friday night, of course, right here, uh, Danny, of course, will put up the WWUS Ironman Heavy Metal Weight Championship. And, of course, whoever doesn't win that belt or Danny loses that belt to Mitt or who, but anyway, somebody will also go home with a championship belt, and that is the vacated FMWS World Heavyweight Title. So there'll be there'll be two men, uh, uh, there'll be two men, of course, um, going home with some belts here. Of course, the question is which one, who will go home with what? We'll we'll talk about that, of course, this Friday night, of course, one three eight zero five five pound. As of course, as we said, our live video feed from SMWS Mountain Grown Toughness <clears throat> uh, coming up here, of course, this Friday night at nine o'clock. Also, don't forget this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, WWS Power Hour at 6 o'clock, 141-364-POUND, as we, as we review everything that went on in the radio network this week, plus bring you Saturday's wrestling history and birthdays, 
and also, of course, bringing some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Be sure to listen in on that, of course, coming up here this uh, this, of course, Saturday evening, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com as we're going to move into the month of May, ladies and gentlemen. Now, speaking of championship belts, um, as you, of course, have been seeing, ladies and gentlemen, here lately with WWE's Raw SmackDown, of course, and, and NXT, also, of course, with uh, AEW, and I believe Ring of Honor and Impact has possibly even followed suit here, I'm guessing. I think Impact is, but I think I noticed something here not too long ago. But anyway, You've noticed, of course, the term empty arena has been used many, 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 many times. I thought it would be, of course, very interesting to introduce a championship belt for each of our tribute groups and call them the Empty Arena Championship. As interesting as it sounds. And ladies and gentlemen, I officially can report that going going through all of our groups here today, which is including, ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling Info Kids News and Rumors, and also Hell in a Forum Wrestling Discussion, and also John will be happy to know it, it does also include John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page as well. Each of these groups, including, like I said, our tribute groups, and of course, definitely there is one definitely for WCWS itself. Also, you have, and I'll run it down here. I can go pretty fast here. WWF US, NWA US, AWA US, WCCWS, NWO US, DX US, OWN US, FMW US, WWF US, XWF US, AEW US, Impact US, NXT US, ROH US. GCWS, ECWS, NDUS, which is our independent wrestling uh, group, if you want to check that out. Uh, True Pioneers of Wrestling, we also have a belt based on it, uh, a World Heavyweight and Tag Belt. I figured we'd add an extra one for that. Also, like we said, Wrestling Info Kid. Also, of course, the group that Rhonda started, Wrestling Done Right, we got one for hers. And also, like I said, Hell in a Form. We also got ones for AAA US. Lucha US, UFC US, NJPW US. Uh, we said John's group, of course, we call it GWI. Uh, I'm sure John is okay with calling it that. I mean, that's. Yeah. Okay, as long as you're okay with that, then we'll work with that. Also, LWO US, also Hardy Boys fans. I forgot about we have a belt for it, a couple belts for it too. And also SMW US as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are 30 championship belts that we have here. Now, you're asking me, Mr. WSWS, how are you going to award these belts? Well, we're just going to do it. We're just going to simply do it the old-fashioned way. Let me see here. We are going to actually have, starting this week, we are actually between Revolution and Wolfpack starting this week until all 30 belts have been have been uh, have been awarded everybody we're going to go in order that I have mentioned here now what I will do with the hell of a form also the wrestling info kit and I also may do this with John's group as well I will ask these questions on those respective groups 
Um, and of course, <clears throat> and, and I may also do some of the. Now I may also do some of these. Let me rephrase that. Here's what we're going to do. Some of these we're going to award on our, on our shows. Okay, that's why we're going to do it. And I will choose. We'll just I'll just choose one at random here, and we'll just have a match here. Everybody that's on the show, on each of our shows here, will be involved in these in 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 this in this. Uh, Special matchup here, <clears throat> and like and look at it, yes. And like I said, I will also do some of these on some of our groups as well. I will, of course, let everybody know where some of the, where they can also find it. Um, more likely, WWS Dynasty Legacy and uh, Universe will be used for for, for that purpose. And like I said, the, the Wrestling Info Kid will do it on the Wrestling Info Kid page. The Hell on the Forum will do it on the Hell on the Forum page. And the and John's page. And John, we're going to be a sport about this. We're going to actually do one on your page to try to award this belt. So I think that seems only fair. There you go, John. And the first, the first person to answer to the first person to answer the question that I post on these pages correctly is the new champion. If anybody else comes in and answers and gets it right, they will be considered the number one contender for whatever belt it is. I think that seems okay. only fair. That seems only fair. So, so like I said, to, and tomorrow night we're actually going to start this. Uh, and John, make, make, John, make a note of this. Uh, tell tell your guys here as well. Um, to be watching out on on that page for uh, for the GW. I may even do more than one on your page besides the GW. I, I don't know yet, but uh, but you know what? Let's do it this way. I know I've been saying this, planned this. I be, I've probably planned this thing five times while I've been on we've been on the show here, and I don't want to try to take up any more of JD's time here for two thirty nine here at Raw Radio. So here's <laughs> here's how we're going to actually here's actually how we're going to do this for each of the tribute groups here. Where I'm going to post a question on each of the tribute groups. Okay. Um, now I know Impact US has two of them. Uh, what we'll do with that is one of them will be for the belt, and the other one, the other question that I post on 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 whatever other Impact one question on the Impact US belt will be for the title, while the other one. Will be for the number one contendership for that for the Impact US Empty Arena title. I think that's fair as well. So I hope everyone does understand how I'm going to be doing all this here. But uh, <clears throat> but uh, but like I said, but everybody's going to have an opportunity to, of course, everybody's going to have an opportunity to do this, of course. And I will be posting this announcement on the WWS Revolution Radio Facebook page here, of course, sometime here today or tomorrow. And I will let everybody know about how we're going to do this here. But everybody's going to have a shot. There are 30 belts. There's plenty of belts. So everybody's going to have an opportunity to go to go after it here. And like I said, of course, uh, and and hopefully, like I said, that uh, whoever wins the belt, they want to defend it. Whatever that was. Then we'll, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll do it in that fashion. Also, I will let you know here that that Friday night on Revolution, we did actually have a title match. 
in which Danny did get by JD and we filled the vacated WWS International Heavyweight title. Danny went home with a belt, another belt, uh, Friday night. Oh, my well, it's nine six, by the way, guys. It's nine six. That's very close. Nine to six. Nine to six, indeed. So, also, ladies and gentlemen, check out, of course, a lot of links we have for a lot of our groups. Of course, we've got a lot of big time content. Post everything from our tributes to Johnny Carson and Don Rickles. Also, of course, NASCAR US, as well as the Video Vault, uh, Game Show Alley. Be sure to be sure. Be sure. Be, be sure. Also, Game Show Alley. We've got a lot of great game show moments here as well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, last night yours truly actually was up late and made another group. And I'm, I don't know if any of you guys are fans of this or not, but I'm going to take a shot at this. I have not had anybody officially. I'm the only person that's a member of this group right now. If anybody that you know of is a fan of, of the Power Rangers, I have actually created a Power Rangers-themed group. I've already been posting Definitely check it out on today. It. Last night, yes, okay. And a link has been posted on the Entertainment Cavalcade page if you want to go to it. And I've already posted a lot of content on there, so if you want to see what's there, if you want to be a part of it, be sure, of course, to hit me up. And like I said, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll add you on there. And like I said, you can uh, see what we've got here. And more will be coming, of course. So be sure to check out everything we've got listed here, listed on all of our pages. We've got a lot of great stuff we ought to look at to relieve yourself from the boredom of having to stay home because of the overhyped flu bug. Uh, other than that here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, we want you, of course, to continue to always stay safe, and also, of course, uh, and of course, I say, continue to wash your hands, continue to stay clean, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, most importantly, please continue to pray. I mean, that's that's the number one tool there that will definitely kind of help you get through anything. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have right now. Also, be sure more ma- we still haven't gotten more matches up for blast from the blast from the past. We'll get that up there here, of course, here as soon as we possibly can there as well. Uh, now I turn it over at 4.49 p.m. on, like I said, uh, April 27, 2020. I turn 2.39 of Raw Radio back to the man who actually saw a girl get it get it on so loud and all that, he was screaming over and he busted the TV screen. Yeah, that is the Iceman, Jared Jarrett. <laughs> Thank you very much, Chad. And before you, we continue on, guys, I did read something today, however, this is going to make you laugh, however, a couple things. Apparently... Our favorite person, Boyley, was back in the news, however, as she compared Sasha Banks to Michael Jordan and talked about the last dance. And I'm going to give you a And then I'll start with you about this. This is what she said. And then Chad will go to you and John will go to you as well. This is what she said on who is Michael Jordan between her and Sasha Banks. Bailey said the following. Honestly, I don't know. It's hard to say that. I always say that Sasha's the greatest of all time, and I truly believe that even though I'm the champ right now and a Grand Slam women's champion, I've won money in the bank. I've done a lot of things, but I'm unable to do all that without her learning from her mindset. So if she wants to be Jordan, that's okay. I was always a Kobe fan, so maybe I can be Kobe and she can be Jordan. Now, whether or not she can, Sasha can build up a match like John Cena and Rock did at Mini 37 next year in L.A., this is what she said at the time, Howard. I think we can. We've bounced ideas off each other for as long as we've known each other and we learn from each other so much. With all of our ideas and how much we're trusted by the people backstage, I think it's possible. It would be challenging, but I think that would be so cool. Someday, I hope we do get to work together again. She's my favorite person to be in the ring with, obviously, so I would be down to try. What are your thoughts about the comments about Bailey? And Sasha uh, involving Sasha and Michael Jordan and Kobe, in your opinion? Oh, you're strong with me. Uh, no, Mitt. Mitt. Then I'll go to you. Mitt. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, Mitt. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mitt. 
One word. Bullshit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's my, Amen. my word. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Chad, you? Well, with the Catholic, but let me, let me say this. Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. Why okay. in the heck would they want to make, why would, why would Bailey and Sasha want to compare themselves to two of the greatest basketball players of all time? And, of course, God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant, and the one and the only mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. I mean, the thing yeah. about it is, in order to compare yourself to somebody great, somebody good, somebody good, great, whatever, you have to be that yourself. And right now, Sasha and Bailey have fallen off the pedestal of that. They're no longer that right now for the time being, anyhow. So I don't see why in the world they're even making that comparison. Good point. Good point. Sean, what about you? No comment. All right. Uh, just, one other thing I do want. You just one made other one thing I will bring, Yeah. One, yeah, one other thing I will say, though, I did hear tonight, guys, that apparently Samoa Joe might be returning. According to reports, we understand the Samoan submission machine is due back tonight, however, and they, according to reports, are WWE will be taping two episodes of Raw today. One was later tonight, the other later next Monday. Joe will work one or both shows, according to the report. It is also unknown if he will replace any members of the commentary team. Mitt, we'll go back to you again. Your thoughts about Samoa Joe's return, since we have not seen him in a couple months. The fact we won't see him in a couple months, you said? Yeah, it's been a few months since we've seen him, since uh, he got busted for that wellness policy violation, suspension, and then the concussion he suffered. And he's going to be returning either tonight or next week. Your thoughts? I wouldn't do it. I'll just wait till this BS is over. I would agree. I would agree. Chad, your thoughts? Well, I mean, as I've been saying, First off, Mitt, I do. First off, Mitt, I do agree. Yeah. Because the thing, because because like as I as like I said, like I said before, none of this should even be happening at all. It shouldn't be. Right. However, like I said, you know, I think, and I've seen pictures of this all weekend long. It's almost like Vince is telling the entire wrestling universe, wrestling fans. To to uh, to F it. I mean, yeah. He is he is because I mean he is uh, because I mean I've heard he's he's almost kind of pretty much off his rocker. Of course he's been off his rocker, but I think I think he's really gotten a bit more uh, a bit as a result of it. So uh, they really they really all the rest of it needs to really start calming down a little bit here because it's just. Uh, it's 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 just yeah. not uh, it's just not really like it's it's not that appealing right right now in my my own personal opinion. I mean, that's why I said you know when they made, when they made the announcement about uh, about uh, uh, you know about WrestleMania and all. And I can't believe I even heard some sort of rumor Triple H actually agreed that the WrestleMania should start being two nights. That yeah, come on, be it. That that's real BS, right that's there. That's one thing. That's one thing I was thinking tomorrow night, though, after the news hour, maybe of Revolution. I think we could all. I mean, after when we do our raw breakdowns, I think we could all discuss because I'm finding that appalling myself even more and more by the day. And I would agree with you on that. And speaking of appalling, I thought, like I said, and I told Mid and John this before we came on chat. I thought Friday night SmackDown show was even appalling too. I mean, a lot of people were not impressed with the show, especially with the end with Vince McMahon coming out, Stephanie FaceTiming Hunter, and Road Dog coming out, and Sean coming out. Just the same 
it went way too long. It was supposed to be 10 minutes. It went 10 minutes over time. I think it was stupid. It went 20 minutes total. It was absolutely asinine, in my opinion. Totally asinine. Well, you also used that time to even even, even, even forgive Bailey. I mean, well, that... Yeah, they kind of... Well, the main event, if you remember, was Alexa and uh, Nikki versus Carmel and Dana. No, 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 no. I'm talking about... I'm talking about, you remember the thing about it is for something that happened three years ago. Oh, yeah, when Bailey got super kicked by Tamina. Yeah, 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 after, yeah earlier in the night, yeah, yeah Lacey, yeah. you're right. That was before that the women's team. That, that was before the women's team. That was earlier in the night. It wasn't my fault. But like, heck, yeah. it was. Did you see the comment I made? I, I posted that story. Y'all see mm-hmm. the comment I posted? Mm-hmm. You're yes. real. Yeah, I mean, if you have a chance, John, definitely check it out. I made even some comments about it, too. Yeah, I saw your comments. Don't you? Yes, I read those comments. Yes, very interesting. Well, like I said, we're going to watch and see you guys. Time will tell. Let's give you the number one more time as we're wrapping up here. Almost a happy hour time. Hour 1, 605-562-0444 for episode 239, Monday, April 27, 2020. The Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, myself, and the King of Clubs, ladies and gentlemen. Mitt Patel joining us, however, ladies and gentlemen, as we are winding down things. Now, don't forget, as we said, 11 o'clock tonight on Facebook.com. John will have a lot to talk about, including a preview of Money in the Bank, the news, of course, that followed Monday Night Raw. Of course, hopefully it'll be a little bit better than last week. I doubt it. Also, he'll give you his thoughts about AEW and see what's coming up this week, which should be very interesting, including two big semi-final matches, including Darby Allen versus the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes on AEW, and yes, folks, the Murderhawk monster himself, ladies and gentlemen, Vance Lance Archer, Vance Lloyd, whatever you want to call him, big-time monster, taking on the natural Dustin Rhodes. That should be a great match, ladies and gentlemen. Also, of course, some more action to report, including AEW might be returning to Jacksonville beginning early next week, we understand, at Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. Also, we'll give you a breakdown of what will be coming up on NXT with a preview of the matches, as well as some more matches of AEW coming up tomorrow night on Revisited and Revolution. Also, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, however, besides John's thoughts about this and that, be sure to check out the Chris Peep Show with a Z on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Join Chris, however, and his friends, the Woken Jay Cuts, and DJ from FLA, Arcane, ladies and gentlemen, and of course our good friend Danny from Oak Park as well as none other than Rouse Thinking Now. Patel will be joining us, and I will be there along with the rest of the panel, of course, there to join the Chris Peep Show. That's the Chris Peep Show with a Z. And of course, Chris appreciates uh, uh, our show, however, Raw Radio, as I talk about it every Monday with him on the post show. However, after all, before I get into John's. Uh, uh, Monday Night uh, Mayhem show, if you will, which is always a good show, by the way, John. Keep up the great work on that, Howard. And, of course, uh, we appreciate that as well. Guys, it is that time of day, Howard. Of course, we're going to go over our Raw Ratings predictions last week. Of course, it was a very dismal 1.3. Mitt, we will start with you with your thoughts about tonight's show. What do we see as far as the main event goes, and what is our main event prediction for tonight? Good. <laughs> Go ahead, you're on <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go That's okay. Go ahead, Mitt. Well, to the answer to your question, Mr. Demon of Folgers. Um, yes. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it, people. I am definitely the Folgers demon. Um, but I, I have very low expectation, but i say it would be 1.2. All right. Ooh. Yes. And your main event for the evening. My main event? Yes. What is your main event prediction? Yeah. Uh, really don't care. It's whatever. Okay. Okay. 
That's fine. No problem. Uh, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one, and I'm going to go even, let's say, the main event will be the contract sign. I think they'll go to 1.1. One one. They'll really drop tonight. Chad, you're up next. So you'll have the final say today. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're up. You're uh, up. Oh me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, um. Well, as, as, as I agree with Mint. I mean, like I said, there's not a whole lot. Uh, there's not really a whole a whole lot probably to be expected. Um, based on what you, based upon like I said, what you just, uh, what you were just telling me and and pondering this very very carefully. I'm gonna set the main event first. But actually, I'm going to say it'd be one or two things. But I'm going to clarify that it should be towards the end, and if not, the show's going to go all, It's going to go downhill, which I'm kind of, I think we're all expecting that to happen, I don't really think. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be, A, like Mitt said, the contract signed between Drew and Seth, uh, which, by the way, Drew McIntyre will kick the living crap out of Seth Rollins, in my personal opinion. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the other thing is the triple threat match, um, uh, you said Naya, Tamina, Tamina, and Asuka. My person. No, Naya, Shayna Baszler, and Asuka. Well, well, well. I mean, well. Anyway, the triple threat. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, you're saying good. Yeah, but 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 as 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 as, as, as you as you as you just said, I don't give up. No. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, but the anyways, it'd be one of those two things. If they don't do them at the end, the show's going to go all the you know what. So my rating, I mean, Mid did go low, and I and I and I I, I agree. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it close. I'm gonna say one four. Okay, good point. Good point. If they're lucky, John, you yes. And then they're lucky, you're right. And before we go into John's final thoughts, we want to remind you next week on episode 240, ladies and we will talk about money in the bank and have you with our money in the bank predictions. Hopefully, the Heartbreak Kid, the King of uh, King T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff T. is the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, and of course, the rest of the game will be joining us, including, of course, the King of Clubs, Smith Patel, the Rouse Lake, and Al Patel, the Human Suplex Machine, and of course, oh, the you forgot Balls, about Oh, what's that, Matt? Sorry about that. Yes, please. With this. I don't know if you played the Dirty 2K series, but they announced the new game is called Dirty Battlegrounds. Where have we had Oh, okay. No, I did not I did not hear that. Okay. Apparently, Matt is just reporting to us now that since the WWE 2K21 video game has been canceled, it has been switched off to be named WWE Battleground, and that was made official this morning. Am I correct on that? Yes. Which is basically... Okay, thank they got Go ahead, the idea Please explain. The NBA play- Playground game. Hmm. They stole their idea from the NBA Playground game and made it make it arcades like Dirty All Star. Yes, interesting. Uh, before we uh, wrap things up, let's get your thought. Let's get everyone's thoughts about this. Mint, we'll start with you. John, we'll go to you next, and Chad will go to you, and then John, you can give us your rating as we'll close out. Give us your thoughts, Mint, please. My thoughts is drink a lot of folders, not more than. <laughs> Good point. Good point. 
Oh, okay. I couldn't have said that any better. Good point, man. Thank you very much. Tiger, next, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing. Go ahead, Sean. Your thoughts and give us your rating while you're at it, and then we'll go to Chad with his thoughts on this about the game, and then I'll give you my thoughts. <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead. Very interesting. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's where my name is going to be a triple threat between Shayna, Oscar, and Nia. 1.4. Okay. Okay, very good pick. All right, and Chad, your thoughts about the video game as well, and I'll give you my thoughts as well. And I will see you guys later. All right, John. Be safe, John. We'll talk to you tonight. Take, take care, John. Now, now leaving us here on episode 230, we do want to thank him for coming in, as always. Uh, Chad, go ahead with your thoughts about the video game. Uh, yeah, um, I heard I heard something about this. I think what it is is that, uh, yes, I did hear that, of course, that they weren't doing an actual 2K21. Um, I think, like I said, with all this going on with the pandemic, I think they probably figured they needed to do something which, which will not take not as much time as... As, uh, as 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 uh, to, to develop as would this uh, as, as, as an actual so, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So another uh, nonetheless, I mean, based upon you know what what they're basing a lot of that on, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's interesting to see here if uh, if it is to see how this turn turns out here. I mean, who knows if if it works out very well? Hey, they may decide to do it. They may decide to probably do it like as a side thing along next time. The next time they actually do a an actual 2K uh, actual actual 2K wrestling game. Um, it'd be yeah. interesting to see. I would agree. I agree, and it'll be interesting to see they come out with 2K22. But we'll have to wait and see. But time will tell. On that note, we're going to take you home, ladies and gentlemen. We do want to thank everyone for coming on. John, of course, the human suplex machine grows. The King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. WCW himself, and of course, yours truly, the Iceman. Thank you all for listening in this afternoon. It was a great afternoon, as always. Howard. We will be back next week, of course, don't forget, with our Money in the Bank predictions. And again, later this week, with more action to talk about of Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and NXT. So you definitely want to stay tuned. We're just... Uh, Ending April and ready to begin May in a big way. And hopefully by the end of this week, our things will slowly ease itself back to normalcy. Although it's going to be a good while until that happens. But folks, things of course are trying to get back to normal, let's just say. And slowly getting back to normal. But folks, stay safe as always. Wash your hands and be safe and be careful. And also pray as Chad said, folks, ladies and gentlemen. That is the best cure of them all. So folks, we will talk to you next week. How at the same time, same location at 3 p.m. of course. With the rest of the gang, of course, enjoy your rest of your week. Be safe and be careful this weather out there as well, ladies and gentlemen. And we will talk to you on the flip side, however, as well. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, for the King of Clubs, the Human Suplex Machine, and the Heart... I almost said the Heartbreak Kid. And for Mr. WCW, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. We will talk to you again later this week. And again, enjoy Monday Night Raw. Try to, anyway. And as we take you out tonight, we're going to rock you out, how, ladies and gentlemen, with a little Eric Clapton and the group of the British Invasion Cream playing one of their... Uh, very psychedelic, unique hits, ladies and gentlemen, called S-W-L-A-B-R. I know I can't pronounce it right, but it is a good uh, old-fashioned hippie rock tune from 1967. So let's take you home with a little hippie music, however, from the 60s, as we say goodnight to you from episode 239.
Take care, everyone. Enjoy the music and let the good times roll. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.